Hi, this is Kevin from the Magic Our Way Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hey, this is Susan Egan, Broadway's original Belle in Beauty and the Beast and the voice of Megara in Disney's Hercules. And you're listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast with Wonder Boys, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. And they are a real slice. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of... The Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. The Magic Our Way Podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante Sun, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff. And this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicOurWay.com is where you can find us. For this episode, we present another episode of Did You Notice Hollywood Studios, brought to you by a very own Lee. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where you focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And as always, to join in our discussion, we have a resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. How you gentlemen doing this good Saturday? We are comfortable. Doing good. Man. Ah. I got, got my thinking cap on, ready to learn. I noticed. Love to learn. I like to get edumacated. I do uh-huh. like to learn. You know, the mind is a terrible thing. And it must be stopped. So let's go ahead. The mind must be stopped? You ever heard that uh, joke, that Sinbad joke where he used to say like, you know. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. Mind is a terrible thing to waste. Yes, and right. he used to say, mind is a terrible thing, must be stopped. That went uh, over about as well as a Sinbad joke. That pretty much did. That's probably why he's not working no more. <laughs> hey. There you go. There you go. Hey. He's on Cameo. Anybody buying him? <laughs> 40 bucks. <laughs> might, might have him kind of spit a basketball like he did in a different world, but, you know, other than that. <laughs> ready to learn, though, sir. Ready to learn. Ready, ready to, to learn. learn. And another person ready to dispense that learning is our resident travel agent for Magical Moments Vacations, the Shaggy TA, Lee Lastavica. Hey, Lee. Hey, man. What a difference a week makes. <laughs> I'm here with no jacket, you know, walking the dog outside, ain't got to worry about slipping on ice. It's an amazing thing, man. Glad to be back. You ice. doing it all right up there? Yeah. Down here, yes. We're Down there? Good. Over there? Around there? Over there? <laughs> How is, Planet, how is Planet Houston doing these Planet days? Planet Houston. Houston. Hoth, uh, also known as Hoth. Mm. Um, no, it's much better now. I mean, by the, especially by the time this comes out, we will have uh, all, you know, be out there wearing shorts and flip-flops by the time this comes out. Well, good. So, yeah. Good. good. Show, show the city your toes. That's right. We mm-hmm. already have like a telethon or, or something for y'all. Like get Bono over there and sing a song for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> people to donate but y'all no, never mind y'all fine we are the Texans <laughs> we are the ones they're freaking cold we yeah. are the ones whose pipes burst because we don't are not prepared for this shit and they're not on the grid and all shit kind of crazy and after t- and Ted Cruz that's it yeah Cruz on out of here it's all good Tell me Ted Cruz man went on a cruise <laughs> 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 and of course, with bells strapped on, we welcome back once again to the Fat City Studios our very own Officer Mawikin. Kirk, how you doing, Kirk? Oh, them bells were heavy. 
right along with Danny's nuts that I brought happily brought into the studio to enjoy. I'm glad you're happy about bringing Danny's nuts. Man, a big thing to say. How many times do I have to say the off-air jokes don't work as well <laughs> <laughs> on air? Well, I mean, but I just popped into my head. I looked up. I saw him sitting right there. It's like, in context now, you know. It's a, yeah, it's all in context. Yes, it's no, all I, in context. I have a gigantic, uh, gigantic, gigantic. Gigantic. It is gigantic. Gigantic. My nuts are gigantic, uh, and th- they are in this uh, large container that was sitting on uh, and my kitchen raw. table. In they're raw, raw. Danny, they're, they're raw. Very raw, no salt whatsoever. Very clean. Uh, and my neighbor Natural. decided to uh, paint on it uh, D's nuts, D apostrophe S for Danny nuts. And uh, man, as soon as Kevin and Kirk saw my nuts, they went. Ape and just have been helping themselves. We went to ape it. and ate those yeah, nuts. That you did. You gobbled those nuts. Yeah, I gobbled them up. Mm-hmm. Put them in my mouth and uh, swallowed it. Yeah. So we didn't want you to think you, you pulled off Danny's nuts. You just eat the jaw that had these nuts on the lid. That's how I roll. That's it. <laughs> Hardcore baby. Rolled them right in my mouth. I did. Did you notice these nuts? I got a there you these nuts. Lee's nuts. Lee's nuts. Did you leave a bag of nuts here last time? Are they raw like Danny's? <laughs> no, yeah. they're probably unhealthy, salted. Oh, no. No, yeah. Got some hair on it. All the preservatives? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the preser- extra preservatives. So Danny's nuts are like the Mexican Coke of nuts. Oh. As opposed right. to yours, which has that hot fructose whatever. Oh, Mine like Puro. The, the store brand. Yes. Puro nuts. Puro nuts. That's right. Dr. K. <laughs> Dr. K. <laughs> Well, my weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we welcome once again our listeners on Amazon Music, Audible, and Ghana, who we just sent out our stream to. So hopefully you've subscribed us, found us there, and are enjoying our Disney-ness through your ears on those platforms, Ghana. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, we present another episode in our series of Did You Notice? Did You Know This? Did You Notice? Did, something like that. And uh, talking about Hollywood Studios. Lee, which part of the park are we exploring today, sir? All right, guys, so we are going uh, to tour Echo Lake, uh, the whole area there around just, uh, you know, Hollywood and Vine, that little area, the lake, the Star Tours, Indiana Jones, that whole little area there. Um, there and then there, there. we're going to go back, back later there, and explore there. some of the other side of Echo Lake uh, over by Commissary Lane on another show. Commissary Lane. Echo, Echo, Echo. Is there an Echo for real? <laughs> No, there's no echo for real. Okay. Oh, no, no he's echo. Just Got setting it. the Sorry. mood. I'm a little slow. I'm setting the mood. It's okay. Yeah. Because on an old echo, map, echo, echo Lake used to be an ear, so that's kind of appropriate, isn't it? Mm. Ah, that's true. That's, that's right, because the biggest hidden Mickey used to be there, but now it's kind of just... Oh, spoilers. Anyway, spoilers, that's right. spoilers. Oh, spoilers. Yeah. Oh, sh- oh, snap. We haven't gotten to that oh, yet. Oh, snap. Anyway, let me end this, guys. Enough of my spoiler-filled jibber-jabber. Let's go discuss some Echo Lake magic. Thank you for that non-copyrighted intro, sir. You're welcome. It feels very Hollywoodish, but not really Hollywood. <laughs> it is very Hollywoodish. Yes. Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywoodish. Okay, guys. So uh, we are here again talking about Hollywood Studios. We are inside the studios, and we're going to do the next round of Did You Notice or Did You Know This? Um, the series in which we take you behind the scenes and point out all the little things that you may or may not know 
about the Hollywood Studios, or you may or may not have noticed inside Hollywood Studios. And uh, again, today we're uh, sitting around the Echo Lake area. Lake, um, lake, lake, lake. And we finished up um, at the Keystone Clothiers building, and we're going to kind of pick up things from there. But uh, before we get started, let's talk about Echo Lake itself. So, uh, so. One thing you may not know is where we got the name Echo Lake and why uh, that area is important to Hollywood. So uh, let's start there. Echo Lake was originally a reservoir that was designated to provide drinking water for that area in California. It actually didn't even have a name. It was just called Reservoir Number 4. What about the first three reservoirs? Where were they? Oh, uh, they're just hanging out, chilling. Okay, because that's like Mambo know. Number 5. I've never heard Mambo's <laughs> 1 through 4. I was wondering <laughs> if we know anything about reservoirs 1 through 3. Okay. Well, they, well all the dogs went to them. That's oh. what happened. When they let the dogs out? No, the reservoir dogs. Ah! <laughs> All right, Mr. Pink. And that'll be the most awesome waveform ever when you're editing. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so after the Silver Lake Reservoir was built, uh, basically this reservoir was no longer needed. It was drained, turned over to the city. It was then converted into a city park in 1891 under the orders from the mayor who wanted to turn the park into what would basically be the envy of any other city. You know, he wanted to have this massive park that everyone would be jealous of. Now, while the architect, Joseph Henry Tomlinson, was supervising the reconstruction, he heard what he thought were the voices of his construction crew behind him. He turned around, he weren't, they weren't there. And it turns out they were actually across the basin. The lake itself has a very natural echo, which is where we get the name Echo, echo Park, Echo Lake, uh, because of the echo across the uh, across the basin. What, what if it wasn't an echo? What if Joseph Henry Tomlinson was really just hearing voices? Haunted Lake. That's what I was thinking. No, like he's like a schizo. You know, like somebody, like a lot of murderers have like these three names, like Joseph Henry Tomlinson, Lee Harvey Oswald, Oswald yeah. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Schizo Lake. What if he, like, he became like the hillside strangler or something? The what Echo Lake right. Killer? Right, the Echo Lake <laughs> Killer. That would be awesome. <laughs> he thought that, yeah, because all the construction people are talking. He's thinking that they're talking about him, but they right. probably really are. Talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, our boss is creepy as shit. <laughs> you see the way he was looking at us the other day, licking his lips. I heard you, 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 you. Man, if that had happened, then we'd be talking about the uh, Echo Lake in Universal Studios. But mm. as it turns out, it's in Disney. Oh, okay. Well, okay. thank goodness for that. <laughs> I am feeling safer now. So I am massive. We're glad uh, Mr. Tomlinson did not go kill anybody and hear voices yeah. and hear voices that we know of. <laughs> that, that we, we know, know of. No, yeah, he was a great football player. We don't know how many people are buried in the, <laughs> no, yeah, the right. bottom of Echo Lake. <laughs> wrong, Tomlinson. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> My bad. We only go so far. Yes, Echo Lake could be freaking Crystal Lake for all we know. Crystal, Crystal. crystal. <laughs> yeah, he Echo too, though. So there you go. All right. So this uh, this area became the original hub of the film industry before it shifted to Hollywood. Uh, the most famous studio uh, located in the Echo Park area was Keystone Studios, which, of course, gave us Charlie Chaplin and um, the, produced the Keystone Cop series mm, of films. Yeah. My yeah. idols. And, uh, yeah. What would you say? I mean, my, Echo- my idols. The, the, your idols, idols were the Keystone Cops? Oh, Charlie oh, yeah. Chaplin. No, no, Keystone Cops. That's why I, got, that's why I became one. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't do a lot to make cops look good. I did. I mean, I never really watched it, so I wasn't really sure. So. Think of Police Academy, but a lot more bungling. Yeah. Uh, a lot more slapstick humor. Bungling. Uh, like if the Three Stooges were the were cops, 
Waka waka waka. Yeah, they, oh, they like pull each other's and mm-hmm. like boom, 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 like that. Hit each other with They little batons and stuff. Coppers and. Maybe, you know, you might cheer some people up there before you go arrest them, Kurt. You know? <laughs> you would think so, huh? <laughs> like, watch it. Do, do, do. You still have the rest, though. You know? That might solve a lot of our problems if cops are a little bit more comedic. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe. Uh, maybe we should teach that in the police academy. <laughs> 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 Put these cuffs. <laughs> Put these cuffs on yourself. Here, stand on one leg and count backwards. <laughs> you suck at that. <laughs> Paint the handcuffs on neon colors and shit. <laughs> uh, I'm sure y'all wanted to say shit. Yeah. That would have been funny, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah you can talk to me and big people feel good, even though you've thrown them in jail. Yeah. Be more like the <laughs> super troopers, man. <laughs> what is that? What's that Go ahead, meow. The meow. Su- Go ahead, meow. Yeah. Those guys are awesome. You don't get to see them getting in trouble every other week. Now, with uh, Echo Park playing such an important part in the motion picture industry, it is perfect to include this area in Hollywood studios. Now, did you know this? The Pacific Electric Railway Red Cars had a line which ran through Echo Park. Um, and that, of course, ties back to the previous show where we talked about the Trolley Car Cafe, which is located on Hollywood Boulevard. Ah, that's yeah, cool, that's pretty man. cool, man. Yeah. Hey, look, you know what? Did you know this? Uh, it's appropriate that in the park it's called Echo Lake because, like, it, at one time it was, like, the biggest hidden Mickey. Uh, and y'all probably knew this, right? A lot of Disney fans probably knew this. But if you look at old maps of the uh, at Disney MGM Studios, there was a big Mickey that was kind of upside down in the park, right? There was mm-hmm. one ear here, one ear there. The little courtyard in front of the Chinese theater was mostly his face. And like Echo Lake was one of the ears. So it was like, oh, that's even perfect because you hear with your ears the echo. Ah, yeah. the way it all ties in together, it man. Does. It all makes sense. It's so thick. But you got to dig for that context. I got thick ears and I cannot lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I like about it is like, because you see a little island in uh, Echo Lake and the actual Echo Lake has itself a, a little, a little island, island. Yeah. and the fountain exact same way. I mean, it's really kind of cool that they gave us like this little miniature version of uh, Echo Lake. I mean, they did a lot of filming at Echo Lake in California as well. I mean, they, they shot a lot of the Charlie Chaplin stuff over there. There's even talk that one of the exteriors for Gilligan's Island was shot there. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. It's neat. Just, it was only a three-hour tour, though. So No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, next time we visit Disneyland, we're going to have to see all these places now. Yeah, we could do like a one-day going tour, you know, the whole L.A. area. That'd be cool. When would that be? <laughs> Uh, let's see whenever they decide to open i guess 2022 i have money saved up by then that's cool right yeah all right right on all right where where are we going to next all right now before we get into the meat of it let's uh cover the streets like we did on the hollywood boulevard (laughs) show there's three different streets that are located in this area which have tiebacks to uh california so the first is vine vine street um just like in the actual Hollywood, Vine Street and Disney Hollywood Studios intersects with Hollywood Boulevard, so Hollywood and Vine. Um, the intersection of Hollywood and Vine was once the symbol of Hollywood itself. Uh, the Hollywood Walk of Fame is centered on this intersection in L.A. So you're, course, saying, you're saying that Hollywood and Vine are well-known intersexuals? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Gotcha. Well, it's like that's where you wanted to be discovered. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, in, intersexuals. Whatever you want, man. That's what is happening. <laughs> That's the walk of fame in the sexual lane. Sexual, sexual, sexual. He chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> There's also Keystone Street. This uh, this short street branches off a of vine and runs right behind Keystone Clothiers and is and it ends in front of Peavy's Polar Pipeline. Keystone Studios, as we mentioned earlier, was founded in 1912 and is one of the first major film studios in Hollywood. 
known for producing some of the best known comedies of the silent film era, including, of course, the Keystone Cops. And Charlie Chaplin got a start and created the character of the tramp at Keystone Studios. Hey. So that's Keystone yeah. Street. Yeah. Hey, is, is Polar Pipeline where the frozen cokes are? Yes, we are definitely going to talk about that. Did you say Paula Paula Poundstone? What'd you say? Now she's an intersexual. (laughs) Definitely an intersexual. (laughs) Yes. Oh no no! I said uh, I said Polar Pipeline. A polar. I I heard Paula Poundstone. I know. I I thought you. I thought it was Pervy's Polar Pipeline. Pervy. That would be a different kind of frozen. At first, that's what I thought. The last street is Echo Park Drive, and this uh, this street surrounds Echo Lake. There's not an actual matching street. Um, in California, but there is Echo Park Avenue that runs along the east side of Echo Park. So those are the three major streets in this area. You know, Echo Park Drive, now we, we you, you bring it up, it, it just circles around uh, Echo Park Lake, like you said, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at the original guide map, do you know that they call that area Lakeside Circle? Yeah, yeah. Lakeside. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah it's, so it's really kind of interesting. I don't know when they officially went with Echo Park Drive, but I think it, at one point in time was meant to be Lakeside circle something corrupt happened that's what changed it probably yeah drive by shooting on lakeside and they were like no we need to change the we need to change the perception of this avenue right here (laughs) the lakeside gangsters are creating too much havoc i got that lakeside tattered on my chest can you feel me (laughs) all right so before we jump into it there was one small thing we missed on the last show on the hollywood boulevard show that kirk brought to my attention so thank you for that kirk on the right next to the Aztec Theater with the ATM machine, that little entrance there, there's a. If you notice, there's a sign outside, um, and this is for the sights and sounds. Now, there you'll see a marquee with a woman who's singing into a microphone, and then above you'll see the word that says "You ought to be in pictures." The sign tells us that the name of the business is Sights and Sounds. Now, if you look on the door, it has you know the stenciled lettering, and it says "Sights and Sounds Acting and Voice Lessons," and then lists the following patrons. Yule M. Pressum, who's the master thespian, Singer B. Flat, who's the voice coach, and Bill Moore, who is, of course, the account executive. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. yeah, cool little puns, little play on words, something you might not have noticed. But did you know that there's a reason that sign is there? When the park first originally opened, there was actually a store called Sights and Sounds where you could record your own music videos. Um, this shop was sponsored by Sella Productions, which was a music development and publishing company. But the shop only lasted about a year, but the sign is still there. So there was actually used to be a shop there that you could visit and, you know, make your own videos. It was kind of cool. Yeah, it was right next to Player Productions. Player, Player. Player. <laughs> you got Sella and Player. It's great. Yeah, see, I think they just they just showed up a little too early because now in this age of reality television and stuff, they yeah, they would have yeah. made a killing if they had just reopen that back up well you well, maybe know, not because you could just do it yourself on your phone that's true it's just in case you didn't know a music video was something that used to play on mtv and it was mm-hmm. music What's an mtv through, which, what channel music television uh they play nothing but reality now i don't know uh, if yeah i know that so anybody younger has no idea what the music video is you know they they put music to videos yeah and you see the star there it's great and your mtv raps thank you and road rules nina blackwood Oh, Nina Blackwood, man. She was good, man. You know who I like? That, that Duff, man. Oh, Duff was Oh, was Duff, yeah. Oh, yeah. Duff was rocking. Oh, Martha Quinn. Oh, oh yeah. Mar- everybody loved Martha. Yeah, she, she was like the lead singer of the Bangles. She was like the girl next uh, door. Downtown like, Julie Brown. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. How could you forget her? Voluptuous. Mm. Oh, bye. Kurt Loder, the, the dad of the bunch. Oh, Kurt Loder, yeah. yeah. Adam, Curry, Adam Curry was one of them, too. 
That's true, huh? Mm-hmm. He was. He was. A, he was a DJ. VJ. 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 Is what they call it. VJ. Not not Indian name. VJ. Gotcha. Got. <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused, man. Yeah, because I mean, that's uh, you, they don't know what a VJ is. That's right. That's they, right. They assume that's like, oh, it's some dude from India. That's nope. 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 That's fair. Good. I say I had a professor done. named VJ, so it's like, yeah, it's cool. All right. But yeah, yeah, they missed their timing. Yeah, I think if they did that now, yeah, I think they they would have had a hit because people do still like to sing in front of a mic and all that stuff. So they timed it. It was a little too early, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah just a little bit. Just well, a little now bit. everyone can just do it on their cell phone. All right, Eli. Uh, so while we're here, man, just uh, grab some money out of the ATM. You're gonna need it because we're uh, rounding the corner here, and you're gonna want your. Uh, your frozen coke here in a minute. I want oh, my frozen coke. I thought you were yeah. saying we're going to a strip club. I, <laughs> I am sorry. Like that, go to ATM machine. That's a, that's, a, that's a different kind of that's frozen coke. That's a different coke. sights and sounds. Yeah, yeah, That'd yeah. be strip up production. Last time I had a frozen coke dance on me, I melted. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Food rocks. Yeah. Food rocks, motherfucker. She was good, too. <laughs> he went to the kitchen cabaret. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> let's round the corner here. And you'll notice there's a two-story building which contains a beauty salon on the bottom floor. Okay. And a dentist office on the second floor. This location is based off an actual building located at 6926 Melrose Avenue called the Rodney Gillen Building, also known as Telesound Studio. Now, again, just like over at Sights and Sounds, if you look, there's a placard with the names of the dentists who occupy the building. And in Suite 201, we've got See How We Pull Them. We've also got Ruth Canal. Ah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> and Les Payne. All DDS. It's so. like Robin Williams came up with these names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, it's just one of those small little things that you might not have noticed as you're uh, passing through the studios. You're like, oh, that's a, a small little detail. It's kind of cool. I mean, there's nothing there. You can't go inside the building. So it's, you know, it's not like it's an attraction or something. But, you know, Disney, of course, takes the time to, to throw in all these little details that you might not have noticed. Now, Eli, we're here at PB's Polar Pipeline. Yeah. 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 That frozen Coke, dude. I got to get that frozen Coke. Right. Yeah. Did we go there to that? I know we picked up, we went one time. But I don't <laughs> oh, know if that's, this that's like one location. of my stops. Yeah. <laughs> but um, PB's Polar Pipeline, the shop uh, front is based on a fire station in Los Angeles. This uh, fire station was built in 1940, located at 2230 Pasadena Avenue. And is actually still in use today. Now, the uh, PB's Polar Pipeline originally was called Lakeside News. You could, uh, you know, buy little trinkets and stuff there. But the shop was eventually changed to PB's to coincide with the release of the Touchstone Pictures film, The Rocketeer. Mm. All right. So the name PB refers to Alan Arkin, uh, not to be confused with Alan Alda, who I kept picturing in my head. But no, uh, it refers to Alan Arkin's character, A. PB Peabody, who's an eccentric tinkerer who helped the rocketeer learn how to operate his jetpack mm. also if you look around the area you can uh, you'll actually see the rocketeer's jetpack and helmet uh there at the uh at the uh fill in the little coke station there well if you look on both sides of the the little what do you call it uh well frozen food con- frozen concoction whatever yeah the, fro- mm-hmm. the frozen place. yeah th- there's two menus and they're blueprints for the backpack like the menus oh, are like cool. light blue, and if you look closely on them, you can see that they're actual blueprints. That's for awesome. The Rocketeer's backpack. That's really cool. cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I did not know that. Did that? I know that. that. I did. Def- I did not know. I that. definitely didn't know this. Yeah. And uh, all right, so just to the right of PVs, 
uh, look for this glass door for Holly Vermont Realty. Now, this is the realty company that leased the small space to Walton Roy for $10 a month. Uh, that space was located at 4651 Kingswell Avenue. Now, eventually, Walt would outgrow that location and move to 2719 Hyperion Avenue. Now, if you look up, you'll see a for rent sign. And that indicates that Walt has moved out of the space and is now uh, the space is now available for the next tenant. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so the actual that Holly Vermont Realty is an actual realty company um, in L.A. Awesome, man. Yeah, that's why they made the uh, Alice comedies, right? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that yeah. building is still there. Oh. Is you it? Can still, you can still find it on um, Google Earth. That's okay. always amazing where you can just stand there. Yeah, isn't it like a convenience store now or? Like no, that. it's a copy shop. That's the only copy the, shop. All right, cool. The um, the people who have it now, they know it's it's significance to Disney history. They have a few things in it, but the Disney company does not want to affiliate itself. They'll promote it. Yeah, I guess that's cold. Mm. Yeah, that really is kind of cold. I mean, that is a piece of their history. I know it should be a two way street. Mm-hmm. That would be intersectional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely <laughs> retrosexual. It's only going one way, but uh, yeah, <laughs> metrosexual. Now that that Holly Vermont reference to uh, yeah. Disney history, you can also find one in California Adventure, over in California. Oh, on, on Buena Vista Street, but it's, mm. there's a sign for the Hollymont Property Associates. Hollymont, Hollymont. So they don't okay. want to promote the real one, just the fake one. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> You don't have to pay the fake with any royalties, right. I suppose. We, we, could, yeah. we could give you this reference to Disney history, but we won't tell you it's actually out there. Right. Yeah. You can go see for yourself and stand where Walt Disney stood at one point in his life. All right. Now, I know this is going to be a tough one, but can you guess what is located in Disney Hollywood Studios at the corner of Hollywood and Vine? Hmm. Oh, Would man. Be, a, an eatery Did you of know? sorts. Did you know what's located here? Ma- uh, Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe's Mounds. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. There's a no. Tongue, that's a, a restaurant. Uh, it should be. It's like those little uh, zebra domes over at Animal mm. Kingdom Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But they're mounds. <laughs> yes. Okay. Huh. Mm. Sometimes nah, you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Where's the oil when you need it? I've eaten it, Hollywood and Vine. Yeah. You need it, Hollywood and Vine. You've eaten yep. that, but not Marilyn's mounds. No. Okay. Okay. Not the Manson. No, the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yes, Kevin, you're correct. Uh, the Hollywood and Vine restaurant is located here at the corner of Hollywood and Vine. Ah. Now, this building was modeled after a retail building located at 200 Powell Street in San Francisco. That building was erected in 1913, but the Art Deco facade that inspires Hollywood and Vine was added in 1933. Um, the two-story building is actually the current home of a 7,500-square-foot Sketcher store. So, that's a lot of shoes. It I is. Count those. I don't want to count all those. You shoes. don't want a piece of that. Somebody going to jail. No, I don't. That's I'm tons missing of out. shoes. I'm missing out. Now the actual restaurant is modeled after a cafeteria that once stood at 1725 North Vine Street in Los Angeles, and this is where Walt and Roy would dine uh, many times in the early days of Hollywood. Mm. No, cafeteria style. Cafeteria. And that's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, it kind of is, right? Yeah, it is. It's perfect because like one time I got like the late 
breakfast sitting, mm-hmm. and I also got to eat at the early lunch. Too. Yes, that's the that's the pro tip right there, man. Get that eleven thirty breakfast the reservation. It's it like was. the same meal though, pretty much. No, it's, Minus it like was, one dish. It was different food, and it was funny thing because it's like, hey, I, you know, I'm sitting here getting my stuff, and they started taking stuff away. I'm like, dude, I just got here. What the hell are y'all doing? And then I realized they're putting out, taking out breakfast and putting out lunch. I was like, oh, well, shit, I got it made. No. <laughs> I, I was about to be it. really upset because I was like, why are y'all taking this food? Why do y'all even offer the seating if you're going to take away the food? But that, okay. You so, got the best of both worlds. I did. I, I didn't realize at the time. The yeah, I didn't realize at the time, but now, yeah, it's great. But okay, so so I, I mean, I know cafeteria style be like old school, right? You put it, you play your tray on the. Well, no, well, Halloween and Vines, Halloween and Vines, like a buffet, just like Crystal Palace. All right, so you can just keep going. Yeah, you just keep going up. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not like an A and G cafeteria or anything like that. That's what I was thinking. You say cafeteria style. Yeah, yeah, nothing like that. That's back when you could see the food through the glass. Ponchos. That's right. (laughs) Had to get that green Jello at the end. It's not wrong with that. And had the woman on the other on the other side with the big spoon. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, I want a little bit of that, a little bit of that. I she, want that use cool. the same spoon on everything. <laughs> she got the head there. What you want, baby? What you want? <laughs> got time now. I got time now. Give you my break, baby. What you want? You want green beans, car bread? What you want, baby? What you want? Did she really put the teeth like that? Yeah, yeah, she did. What you want? She had that gold. They had the space in the gold. She got sucked, the, you know, suck on that empty spot. That is a very specific memory. Does she have the hairnet on. <laughs> That's my cafeteria style. Uh, no no hairnet. No, she did have a hairnet. Yeah, just just about the teeth. Just was. Ooh, did yeah. you? Uh, did you and this uh, woman have a, a relationship? I went to at least four times to get my food. Oh. You know, you know. <laughs> she's like, come around boy. later, babe. I give you the good stuff. That's uh-huh. it. You boy. Need to, boy, you look like you need to eat butts. Let me go ahead and get this to you. She's like, boy, you know you can eat for free. <laughs> but meet me outside. Meet me around back. Meet me around back about four o'clock. Four o'clock. Now look, boy, you look you look you give me something I need now. <laughs> now you talk to me, Sharon. I'm gonna take you go take care of me, I take care of you. That's what we do. Oh, her name with Technoquitius. 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 Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, what a hair that though. What a hair that. What a hair that. What a hair that. Gotta have a hair that. <laughs> Makes a little difference. It does. Oh did, my god. Did y'all know that? By I the did way. not know no, this. Did, did you know this? Did you know this? Did you know this? This. Well, now pass by. Get you the extra seat. What you want? All right. Yeah. Bring us back on track, there, Lee. All right. So outside of the uh, Hollywood and Vine, if you look up, you might notice uh, there is a Roger Rabbit reference here. Oh. Oh, is there? All right. Up on the window, you'll see, uh, again, a window with the letter stenciled here. Eddie Valiant, private investigations. All crime, surveillance, missing persons. But, of course, the gag here is that uh, in the movie, Roger busted through the window. And so the window next to the stencils, you'll see the kind of the uh, the outline of Roger, oh, yeah. the shape of Roger busting through the blinds mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's a cool, you know, cool ah, throwback to the movie. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Hey, did you know this? That if you can extrapolate the direction in which... Uh, Roger is pointing out. It used to point to the old D, uh, Disney feature animation Florida studio when they used to have oh. like a working studio. That's where he's headed. Ah, you know, and yeah. what's significant about it is that they that that feature animation studio in Florida made two Roger Rabbit shorts. It made Roller Coaster Rabbit and the Trail Mixup. Now, is that what studio yeah. was inside Disney's Hollywood studio? It was a, well, at one time Disney MGM Studios was a working studio. They made sure, sure, sure. They made what did they make? They made Mulan, right over mm-hmm. there. And over in Florida, yeah, they used to have studios all over the globe. They had them in Paris and stuff, and then like budget and all kind of stuff. They started closing things down. But when it was a feature animation studio, 
uh, that, that's uh, they used to have one back there, and uh, you know I think you could see it on the backstage tour. I don't remember, but it was definitely mm-hmm. there. Um, I know it wasn't part of the tour, but I'm sure you drove past it. But uh, you know, if you kind of take the angle, that's where Roger Rabbit was headed because you know that's where they drew his stuff. So. Well, are you talking about like the Art of Animation tour? No, like, no, like- no. This is the the actual feature animation building. It wasn't part of the tour or anything. It was it was separate from that part of that that attraction thing. No, but like I toured the feature and like we got to watch people who were working on. Oh, what was the feature animation film that they were making at the time? I, I, oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was that. You, you would watch the Robin Williams and yes. Walter Cronkite uh, video, and my God, we watched them. I was so amazed. It was like, that building. Yeah, you're yes, right. Yes, okay. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what the damn movie was. It wasn't Mulan. I'm thinking of. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I can't me. remember now. Was, yeah. it, was it Lilo and Stitch made there? Mm, I don't, it could have been, but that's not the movie I'm thinking of. It was an actual, like, it, it was It was one of the big ones. Like, I want like Hunchback or one of the ones that was released Pocahontas that could be it that could be it but I I, I hesitate to say so um, anyway I don't want to hold up the show but I mean yeah no, that, I know I, I remember walking through there and we were watching them make their next feature film and being like this is awesome yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's pretty cool but what they have back there still is this is this little garden called Brigitte's Garden are you all familiar with that uh, Brigitte Nielsen no it, well <laughs> <laughs> very familiar, very no, familiar. Yeah. Flavor Flav done all been up in that garden All up in there It's an animator called Brigitte Hartley And she was an animator on Who Framed Roger Rabbit And Roller Coaster Rabbit And she passed away cancer So they erected a little mi- uh, uh, a memorial to her Which is still there to this day If you can get back there and see it That's called Brigitte's Garden It's got a plaque and everything It's cute nice. Oh that is nice Yeah it, it's very nice She's always memorialized with that Very cool Yeah that's cool yeah. Props to the artist Mulan. It was Mulan. It was Mulan. Okay, yes. yeah. Mulan. Mulan. All right. So the whole point of that is that I guess if you, like you said, you can follow the, line, the, the sight line and that will lead you to where that studio was that they made the movies. Yeah, it's kind of like Indiana Jones just with the, uh, the scepter and the stuff and the sun's shining <laughs> through it. This is oh, where it's, it's located. You only have one side. No, so the staff is up, too tall. Yeah. So you end up on, you ended up on Rock and Roller Coaster yeah. instead. It's weird how that works out, because I would think about it being behind it, but I guess not. All right, so did you notice this? Uh, also above there is another sign that says uh, office space for rent. Mm. Uh, the rates for that office space are 75 cents per day or $5 a week and includes hot and cold water, which mm. is always nice. Because <laughs> we did not have any hot or cold water this week in Texas. What a deal. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so 75 cents a day, that's a heck of a bargain. Um, heck there's of a bargain. Also, also, another sign that it says no actors. Mm. So you, uh, I guess actors couldn't get this, uh, this deal. But, um, you know, as the story goes, basically landlords at that time did not want to rent to actors as they were unreliable tenants and also known to throw, uh, throw wild parties all the time. So, yeah, they didn't want no actors in there. So if you were a party. good actor, you could be like, ha, 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 actor, I'm a stonemason, sir. Here's <laughs> <laughs> $15. I plan on being here for at least a I month. I work at Hollywood and Vine. <laughs> slinging food but anyway yeah so that's the uh that's you might not have noticed those little signs up there that's cute wild parties all right now between hollywood and vine and 50s primetime cafe you're going to look for a small entrance to an apartment complex Mm. now this is something you may not know did you know that there's actually people's names listed on the um on the call boxes on the mailboxes there that are uh you know very important people no, no, I did not know. No, no did not I just figured there were some bums that they just made up names. No, these are these are actually people that lived in the apartment. So there's uh, Heather Locklear, 
Courtney Thorne Smith, Grant Snow, Andrew Shu, Daphne Zuniga, and uh, oh wait a minute, that's the wrong apartments. That's a that's Miller's place. Um, no no no, <laughs> sorry, got the got the wrong apartments. Um, oh, oh, no. that's okay. You talk about with Phoebe, Monica, Chandler, Joey, Liv. That's what you're talking about. Instead. Oh, you know, he's talking about Larry and Balky. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, those apartments. Yeah, on, Mr. Roper. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Okay. You and Lee both need to turn in your man cards right now. <laughs> Watching <laughs> Melrose Place and what was it? Friends? Oh, oh my, my god! My, my daughter just takes over the television <laughs> when I'm at yeah, work. I'm blaming it on my wife. Okay, I blamed it on the rain. The only thing I've seen Daphne Zuniga in is uh, Spaceballs. Spaceballs, that's what I was right. Thinking. She yeah. rocks in Spaceballs. I love her. No, but uh, seriously, this is, uh, these are actually known as the Echo Lake Apartments. Um, <laughs> now, the uh, the building itself is not designed after a certain particular um, apartment complex, but the the style of it, the Spanish colonial revival style, you know, that is it's in numerous places around the Fairfax area of uh, Los Angeles. Hmm. Uh, if you want to Google it up, uh, Google Earth it. There's a apartment complex there. It's on North Orange Grove Avenue. Uh, kind of took some inspiration for that, but there. There are names on those boxes, and there's uh, names of different uh, Imagineers who are instrumental in creating uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. Awesome, man. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very smooth architecture. Smooth architecture. <laughs> very smooth architecture. <laughs> smooth architecture. <laughs> I don't know any of the words of the damn song. Oh. <laughs> Other than smooth operator. All I know is a sax solo. <laughs> 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 What coast to coast, LA to Chicago, LA to Orlando, they made this place smooth architecture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, All right, moving on, moving yes. on. Yes. All right, so our uh, next in line, we have uh, 50s Primetime Cafe. Now, uh, okay. This, uh, this particular uh, restaurant was a little bit of a challenge for the Imagineers. Uh, you know, the, the whole. The whole theme around Fifty's Primetime Cafe is this, you know, leave it to beaver type situation. They got the black and white TVs. They got the old 50s uh, linoleum counters, things like that. But, you know, they couldn't just throw like a, a leave it to beaver style home in the middle of this, this area because it's all, you know, office buildings and things like that. Um, so ultimately what they did was they designed the interior to be like a 50s area television theme. But the area that was being placed in was designed around the 30s time period. Ultimately, uh, engineers settled on the modernist residences designed by architects like Richard Neutra and Rudolf M. Schindler. If you want to see an example mm-hmm. of this style of architecture, you can look up 1137 South Cochrane Avenue, the Pearl M. Mackey Apartments. And those were designed by Rudolf M. Schindler and mm-hmm. built in 13, 1939. Man, I'd like to be on that list uh, to get into Schindler's apartment. <laughs> I no, that's not a good list. Of, no? Well, it could be a good list. I, 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 yeah. I hear you'd be waiting that a while, be a though. <laughs> I'll wear a red jacket. <laughs> oh, that's how it defied you? Maybe yeah. I should be on Richard Nutra's list. <laughs> the Nutria's <laughs> list? Nah, yeah. Richard, Nutria's Richard? Because I'm just burning doing the Nutra dance. <laughs> Nutra. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop. Very yeah. good. Yes, very good. <laughs> very good. I know there's a pot of gold waiting for you. <laughs> Now, did you know this? Uh, those apartments, the Pearl and Mackey apartments, are now owned by the Republic of Austria, who uses it to house uh, artists and architects uh, during their residencies uh, at Austrian Museum of Applied Arts 
in the, in the contemporary art in Vienna. Does uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger get to visit these apartments? Hmm. So I'm thinking. Well, he did, and then he was like, "I'll be back." <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, seeing that we haven't heard of too many other Austria, we had to go back to Schwarzenegger to get an Austrian actor this is in there. I'm, I'm thinking it's not working well for them. No, probably not. No, I guess well, you not. can't get no bigger than Arnold, though. Well, no, it's pretty big, but I mean, shoot, it, it's been a little, little bit. I mean, get to the chopper now. Yeah, we need another Austrian actor. Mm, many have tried, but they've all failed. Yeah. In, oh. in, in, uh, what's his name? The, the dude that can do splits and the between. Van Dam, he's Belgian. Oh, he's Belgian. Oh, he's French. He's French. That's why he speaks French. Okay. You know what's cool about this restaurant? Did y'all know this? Did y'all know this? Do you, no. do you know what the brand of the TV sets that are located throughout that restaurant oh, are? Disney. They're Disney. <laughs> that's right. Duh. They're Disney brand. No, literally, though. If you look at the TVs, they have like Disney written in like this fancy little look looking uh, script. Like from back in the day. It's, it's kind of cool, actually. It's located at the very bottom of each of the TVs. But yeah, it's a Disney brand TV. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's really neat. Now, does that mean that they're literally Disney brand TVs or they just bought them from Sony and put Disney on it? Like, did Disney themselves make these TVs to put in the restaurant? I mean, I'm sure it's a regular TV and they just put <laughs> yeah. their facade around yeah. I, was, I was like, how deep did they go with this? Because yeah. that's a good... That's a good little detail. Just because Disney makes video games doesn't mean that they're, you know, like they're yeah. video game manufacturers. They, they just make. No, I get that. Yeah, yeah, they just slap their shell on it. And right. That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's cool, though. I mean, that's, I mean that's, you know, that happens it. a lot, though. There's a lot of companies that make TVs for other brands. Like, I mean, you know. Christoph Waltz yeah. is Austrian. No word. Well. Oh. No word if oh. Christoph Waltz stayed at the apartments, though. All right. So um, as we leave this area, look towards this uh, this little tugboat shaped quick service restaurant. You'll see it off in the distance there. It's mm. called Dockside Diner. Now, it used to be called Men and Bill's Dockside Diner. Um, and that's where you get the backstory. So if you just see Dockside Diner, you don't realize that there's actually a backstory to this uh, restaurant. And it was Men and Bill's Dockside Diner because Men and Bill. Bro, that's, I know what that is. That is the prequel to Men in Black. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Men and Bill. Men and Bill. The Men and Bill. Right. They say once you go black, you don't go back. But then when you go men in black, you go to men to bill, apparently. Because you don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, but when you bill. get your bill, you get your fill. Oh. Uh-huh. I'm just uh-huh. a bill. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's the bill on Capitol Hill. That's right. And those shouldn't be confused with the adult feature men in bill. Oh. oh. Gross. Well, totally not Disney. Intrasexual, though. Very <laughs> intrasexual. <laughs> Cinemax late night. I am so sorry. You gotta Very keep that joke intersexual. down. What? <laughs> on, on the wall. wall. Uh, uh, uh. Again, Men and Bills is a uh, tribute to the movie Men and Bill, which is a major moneymaker for MGM Studios, which of course was the original partner with Disney during the building of Disney's MGM Studios. Now look on the side of the boat and you'll see it's called SS Down the Hatch. <laughs> this is uh, also a reference to the movie because apparently uh, Bill's a uh, heavy drinker. That's oh, right. You'll that's not it. what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Men says you'll take it, Bill. What? <laughs> right on down your hatch. What? <laughs> you need some drink with that? I can't imagine why Disney would distance itself from a film about <laughs> yeah, alcoholism. I don't know why they the name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why not call it Minnie and Bill? Or, or, or I get it. You can't say Minnie, but, you know, something else. Or Shut this down your throat. They, they could have either got rid of the down the hatch reference of the Men and Bill thing. You're like, yeah, let's get rid of Men and Bill. Yeah. That, that could be your movie, uh, Eli. Mini Bills. Mini Bills. Okay. Mini. Mini Bills. Mini Bills. 
Making it rain. Making it rain. Make it I rain. I like that. Yeah, I like yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I thought you had many bills I had to pay. That's a <laughs> Yeah, many bills. M-A-N-Y. You got many bills. <laughs> you should stay at one of those apartment complexes. I might. Many the for, bills. The one for $5? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forget forget the Brad Pitt houses. It's 75 cents a week. I might have to do that. I'm not an actor. I won't throw no wild party. Oh, All right, man. so take it back, Lee. Where are we at? All right, so look up above the restaurant. You'll see some nautical flag. And I did not know this, but did you know this? When they make the nautical flags, when they fly nautical flags, there's always a letter and a number, letter, number, letter, number. So every other flag represents a letter, and those letters are D-O-C-K-S-I-D-E, D-I-N-E-R, Dockside Diner, with numbers in between. That is why those flags are there. They represent those letters. Now, the numbers, I looked around, tried to search it. There's no real explanation for what those numbers mean. With Disney, though, you never know. Those could be some dates of birthdays of Imagineers. Not sure. It could be years, but I couldn't find any solid information on what they mean. They could just be random numbers put in there, but if anyone knows if those numbers have any significance, I'd really like to know that. But the, the letters themselves fill out Dockside Dime. What, what are the numbers? Uh, seven eight two five six two eight nine six three five four. Oh, I know what that. Seven eight two five six two eight nine six three eight five four. What? That's the Fibonacci sequence that they used to find uh, the codex that brought them to the Da Vinci Code, and they got the Holy Grail. That's what that is. Oh, oh yeah, I nice. like it. I like oh, it. No, mystery solved. Fibonacci. Yes. yes, I thought you said Fibonacci. Fibonacci. No, I'm mistaken. <laughs> that was that was President Scrooge's uh, luggage combination. Also here, look around at the shipping crates uh, on the side of Men and Bills or Dockside Diner, mm. and you'll see different references to different classic Hollywood movies. So let me give you these crates, and you tell me what the names of the movies are, right? Okay. All right. So uh, go ahead. The first, the first crate is addressed to Max B. Alley Stock. Um, it's coming from Anita Double Set Ledger Company. <laughs> Anita Double Set Ledger Company. <laughs> what? What movie does that represent? Uh, the producers. producers, yes. The producers. Correct. Ah, cool. Mm-hmm. The Rosebud Sled Company is sending a crate to Charles Foster Kane, which is yes, color purple. Thinking, yes. Ah, <laughs> roots. Good one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve years a slave. <laughs> yes, all that yeah. Django, Django, <laughs> and Fat. <laughs> oh, yeah. that would be an even better movie. Made that. Oh my goodness! Uh, Rick's Cafe Americana <laughs> is is receiving supplies from Quartz Wine and Spirits. Rick's Cafe. Woo! That's <laughs> uh, Casablanca. Casablanca. Wainwright Enterprises is shipping something to George Bailey from New York. It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful life. life. Yeah, yeah, George Bailey. God bless us, everyone. Yeah. Probably here. Scarlett O'Hara is waiting for a package from Fleming Fashions Limited. Which is located in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, Debbie does Dallas. Yeah, but go. she don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Kiss her grits. Kiss her grits. <laughs> Kiss her grits. That's it. That's, that's gone with the wind. Yes, sir. Yes. Gone with the wind. So, oh, Scarlet Witch. Mm. Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Oh, that could have oh, been it. Be. Oh, Scarlet Johansson. Or Scar- oh, there you go. Or Scarlet Letter. Ooh, wow, that'd be a cool one, huh? <laughs> Black Widow Wide Division. Look. Eat this. That's right. There's something else for you. I'm shipping it to you right now. Get that. 
Now, um, across the lake from Dockside Diner, you're going to see a green giant dinosaur, which is Dinosaur Gertie's Ice Cream of Extinction. Dang, I thought it was Eli's last date. Oh! Oh, 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 oh. Thank you, last day. Coke. Wasn't many bills on that one. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, good. Mm. You, you've had no Dutch. a lot of dates that were many bills. Yes. <laughs> many pounds, too. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, lot of loving. What? That's what you're going to do. Ooh. There you go. Paula Poundstone. Smooth architecture. All right. So, Gertie. Gertie, yes. Gertie. Yes. So, did you know this? No. Mm. In uh, 1914, one of the world's first animated films debuted named Gertie the Dinosaur. Mm. While Disney himself was inspired by the film's lifelike movements and by the film's ability to create empathy in the audience for an animated character. Gertie's is a tribute to that film. And uh, without Gertie, there may not have been a Mickey. Oh. Now, you get the tagline from the movie, Gertie, She's a Scream, hmm. which is why Disney Imagineers felt an ice cream stand was an appropriate way to pay tribute to the dinosaur. Ice cream, you scream, we all pay for ice, ice cream. cream. For, mm. Yeah. We all pay $8 for ice cream. That's right. But also in the 1940s, people believed that it was the Ice Age that killed the dinosaurs, which ah. is why Gertie's is selling the ice cream of extinction, and she's also covered in snow. Ah. Oh. So Gertie's dying? Makes sense. Maybe so. It's kinda, she she chilly. Kind of grim for Disney Park. Yeah. Mm, she chilly. Grim. And did chilly. you notice this? She chilly. also has cold steam coming out of her nostrils from time to time. Again, just like Eli's bumble dates. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. The it, it, it ain't steam coming out the nostrils. Oh. <laughs> Oh, do tell. <laughs> Maybe I should not. I didn't know if you just noticed this. I, I, I'll just read her review. <laughs> <laughs> you got a bubble cup? Should we swap it up? Or? I'm going to log in. There you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to create one. I hate you. Just goes to <laughs> Just go to collapse. Just go to <laughs> Just wait for the flag to flap. That's right. So you know it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> seafood city all day seafood city <laughs> over at Cubs. what very pretty very, very pretty. sometimes pretty all sometimes right. dark all right, go ahead Come yeah. on, like, <laughs> now the design of Gertie's is based on the style of architecture called California crazy um, these designs came into being around the age when the automobile became popular so the owners of these businesses were trying to get people to stop you know, they're grabbing their attention to get them to stop traveling and visit their shops. Now, mm. this is not the same as programmatic design. Holy <laughs> <laughs> programmatic. Totally programmatic. Oh, programmatic. Programmatic. In your face. Right. Because what? California crazy, the actual building may have myth, nothing to do with what they're actually selling inside the store. They just wanted to capture your attention. Yeah, For the record, I think I pretty much did date a girl named California crazy. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty confident about that. <laughs> uh, I'm really confident about that. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> California crazy. <laughs> oh, man. California crazy. <laughs> Wait, did, did y'all know she's, y'all know where she's green? She's life date or not easy. Oh, that too. I don't know about it's that. Not easy being I want to hear that one. I want to hear that story. Because she's a dinosaur. I don't know why. why no, Gertie oh, green? was green because that's her first poster, movie posters. She was painted green. Oh, okay. So yeah, people thought that she was like brown and stuff, but then like Disney's like, yeah, no, she's gonna be green. Yeah, because like the the cartoon itself was like black and white, right? Right. Yes, yes, that's yes. true. Yeah, but yeah, the movie true. posters were in color, and they painted her green for that. Ah. And did y'all know why she's in a lake? 
Oh, uh, wait, because she's she's walking alongside of a lake and she's throwing things into it in the cartoon? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it has to do a lot with her anime of the series. Like, in one sequence, she throws a woolly mammoth into the lake, so she's pretty darn strong. Damn. And in another sequence, uh, I guess she was thirsty, but she almost falls in after having drunk all the freaking lake water out of the lake dry. Well, so she, she drained out uh, reservoir number four. That's right. Oh, no, no. She drained out <laughs> reservoirs number one, two, and three. Now we which know is why you have four. Ah. That's well, right. Can I tell you something? That, that definitely was not one of Eli's dates because she wouldn't have been thirsty because she would have had orange juice. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> My man. That's right. Always keep with the vitamin C. Well, that's interesting. So did you guys notice that her footprints are in the semen as you walk towards Indiana Jones sp- Stunt Spectacular? You know, there's a lot of footprints outside of Eli's house when they, the girls leave his house. <laughs> like especially at, uh, after four in the morning. Rains. Four in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Especially after rain. Yeah. yeah. You got to beat the newspaper man. That's right. Absolutely. That's yeah. Right. There's like photos like, you know, like when you see like a Bigfoot or something. <laughs> 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 I was like, at you from behind the tree. <laughs> Either way, they screamed. Yeah. <laughs> I did too. Get I out. For ice cream. And you don't get no ice cream. Oh, you get all ice juice, daughter. You got to get out. <laughs> Those footprints. That's it. Those footprints represent a pretty wide walk of shame. Sure <laughs> you paid your two dollar rent. Now get out. <laughs> That's it. You and already had the wild party. And don't it's throw over. nothing in my trash can on your way out. That's it. That's it. We don't need no proof that you're here. That's no, but uh, I did see the footprints, Lee. <laughs> yeah, Those the footprints are, are there. Cool, That's yeah. kind of cool that she just kind of walked over there, settled there. But it, it's kind of creepy to know that she's dying because now she's covered in snow and it's. No. The age of extinction. Well, Florida. It'll thaw out. It should be all right. Oh, good. Well, good. we save her in dinosaurs, so it's all good. Yeah. But, I mean, even the footprints, you see, it's not just a footprint. Like, it, the cement's cracked from around it because, of course, she's a dinosaur. She's real heavy. You know, things like that. So, it's really pretty realistic. It's kind of cool. It's a cool little detail. Correct. So, let's go to Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. Now, as you're getting close to the actual attraction, you'll see a tripod that rings. God damn, stop talking about Eli. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is all day. It's all day. You'll see a tripod named Eli. Yeah. <laughs> Warning, do not pull rope. Warning, do not pull rope. Because that shit hurts, man. Come on. Stop that. <laughs> mm. right. oh, only pull if you care. That's what it is. It's, <laughs> Just ahead. give it a little tug. But, give pull, a tug. but pull gently. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, right next to Eli's tripod, there's a warning sign that says, uh, do not That's pull it. the rope. <laughs> right there. Right there next. Uh, do, so do not pull the rope. But, of course, the knot. Is scratched out. <laughs> you have to pull the rope. That happens a lot. <laughs> so you oh. might not have noticed that, but when you pull the rope, you actually hear like people trapped inside the well. It's it's a cool little detail. Yeah, yeah you know they had one of those up in the Indiana yeah. Jones ride in Disneyland, but when we went, really? it was broken. Like the rope oh, wasn't man. there. Oh, yeah, I remember that. The rope left. Yeah, because like, I always look forward to gone. pulling that rope, and the rope gone. Mm, Maybe all the people I didn't got even out know the well. It was there at the Disneyland. Well, that's the thing because it wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's supposed to happen. It's like you pull the rope and you hear, ah, why would you do that? (laughs) Oh, that's messed up. (laughs) (laughs) Why? It's a shame. It's a good little gag. We need hope. Okay. Now, also across from the entrance, you'll see an architect, archaeologist uh, site there with a work table set up, and you'll see uh, Indy's uh, fedora on the table. So there's a little tie-in to the movie, of course, a little Mm. cool Mm. theming. That's cool. Now, in the actual show itself... um, you might not know this, but the uh, props, a lot of the props there are from the actual movies. There's movies from Indiana Jones and Last Crusade. Uh, and that big action sequence that took place with the German tank, that tank is the actual uh, prop from the movie. Yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. 
I yeah. like that. With the scene. rock where it blew out the, the side gun. That was pretty cool. Yeah, the little, uh, yeah, where Indiana that, hit it with the rock and stuff like that. You can see the damage there. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. why he's hanging by his, like, pouch Yeah, or yeah. he's hanging with the, he's on yeah. the side, and yeah. he says, you know, he does the whole thing where he, you push he him up against jams him. jams the rock into uh, the, the gun. By the rock, I don't mean Dwayne Johnson. Uh, <laughs> he jams it into the gun, and when they fire, it explodes outward. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. gun, yes. And that. you can see that on that, that uh, prop. The studios spring end. Yeah. Cool. I mean, that was what was so recognizable about what it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. very. You knew that was the same tank. Yes, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, it was. It was just that facade. It was cool. You also find trucks, machine guns, more crates, all that stuff, and that was all actually used in the movie as well. That's oh, really cool. okay. Yeah, cool. I didn't know that. I yeah, know that's that. cool. Now, on the uh, if you were to exit out the far right side of the stairway as you're facing the stage, mm-hmm. something you may not know, but there's a hand of a cast member rising above the railing, holding the golden idol from the Mayan temple from Raiders of the Lost Ark. And that is a, a little thing. You're supposed to pat the head of the idol for good luck. Wait a minute. When we walk out, there's a, a cast member holding an idol up high in their hand. Yeah. Above the, the railing. I don't remember ex- this. Do you see the whole cast member? Or just a hand, just a hand. It's not really a cast member. It's just like a, it's an like a statue one. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not an actual. Okay, statue. okay. It's, I was going to say. I, don't know. I was going to say. You're talking about. How about that for a job? Just stand there and just raise yeah, your just hand with the statue. I, I, just, like, I don't, I've been on this a couple of times. I don't remember a cast member standing there holding an idol. That sounds like yeah. the date I had was just stand there and just put this in your hand for like eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> no boo, though. I remember just. one holding Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson? Wait, yeah, she, was a, she was an idol, wasn't she? Oh, uh, uh, easier than Ruben Stutter. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah, you show it, up, you see Ruben Stutter just say you pat, him on pat the head. my head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ruben! No, well, not that head. It sounds like this <laughs> idol did last longer than American Idol across the street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Kurt. Uh, you know what? I noticed you put some pictures in this document that we're all following about some crates. Well, what's so significant about this, I man? Did. The crates over there, some of the crates where all the movie props are, some actual crates. And if you remember in the Indiana Jones movies, the, the first one, the second one, and the third one, he was fighting a um, certain bad German section of bad, yeah, bad former people from German, Germans. Yeah. Yes. We don't want to say the actual words. And yeah. it, um, well, this, the symbol on some of these crates, the symbol of that organization are on the crates. No. Really? Yeah, believe it or not. Uh, you he got was pictures fighting. of this? That's get, accurate. Is there visual evidence of this? Uh, I have put it in the doc. If well, in the doc. but it's, I, no, it's, I'm, it's, I'm it's coming altered, over. though. It's that's altered. It. That's the thing. But that's it. Because Disney's not going to have this symbol in their park. So they broke the, they covered the branches of the symbol up. So the symbol now is just a cross. Yeah, it's like a cross. It's like, like an X. X. It's an X. What's well, an X now? Cross. X. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, X going to give it to you. So it's actually <laughs> so, so this this symbol from a um, from from the past is actually in Disney parks right here, but is altered in a way where it doesn't look like it originally did. Uh, well, I, I under, that kind of alteration, I understand. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Kind of would freak yeah. you out though. That's it, pretty cool though. I mean, that's, that's a I did not notice that. I, I can tell you, I'd never noticed that, and definitely there's no reference to it in any of the research we right. did for obvious reasons. But that's a cool detail that uh, hey, you will probably only know if you listen to the Magic Our Way podcast. Sure. Well, I mean, so. I'm sure you've seen it, and and if you've noticed this, you've seen it and been like, wow, that's they they went out of their way to make sure that no one was offended by this symbol being used in the parks. But yeah, I don't know that I would be. I'd be 
floored that Disney like included in a theme park. But I, I I'd be like, wow, they they really are committed to recreating that movie. <laughs> that movie that they've they've included this symbol. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't think that's but, part of an agenda or anything. No, not yeah. at all. But all right. you know, people who knows what people think. So yeah, we that, ain't that, woke. We hey, ain't woke. No woke. Cold bread stuff. Yeah. I, I hit the snooze button. All right, cool, man. That's a, that's a cool detail. Did you know this? Did Very. you know this? And it makes sense, but the stuntman actually controls the spears in the show when they come out of the wall. So it's not like he has to memorize when they're going to come out. He is in control of it. There's a little uh, lever on the floor. He steps on a keypad, and that lets the spears come out. So he knows exactly mm. where they're coming from. So even the one that comes like close to his junk, he does that too? I guess so. I mean, he's the one that controls him. So Damn. Well, I, wouldn't you want to control what comes near your junk? I wouldn't even <laughs> Don't hit that answer that. Eli does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you. Don't answer Me? that. Why? <laughs> what I do? Uh, <laughs> the boulder weighs 400 pounds. Hey, if I can hit a button. <laughs> I, I know there's no bouncer on your door. <laughs> does it look you in the eye of the spear? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Gross. Well, that's... Interesting. All right. So just a quick side note here, yeah. uh, not having anything to do with the actual attraction, but when um, Spielberg was recording Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom and they have the uh, the mine scene, the, the mine train scene. Oh, that's oh, Austin's yeah, that was favorite crazy. movie. Yeah. 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 Austin loves that movie. The sounds for that scene were recorded uh, from Big Thunder Mountain in Disneyland. Mm, yeah. Oh. The clickety clacks and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It makes so sense. That's a, that's a cool, you know, little tie in there. Yeah, it's a, it's a great yeah. tie. Yeah. Very much. I've always wanted an Indiana Jones ride based on that chase. Scene. That's an intense scene. That's a great. Oh, it's a great it, scene. That, yeah, I think we all want it. Oh, it's an awesome be, scene. It's the best yeah. scene. Like I'm not a big Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom fan. Like I, that's my third favorite Indiana Jones yeah. film. Uh, but uh, that scene, you're it's riveting. That's a killer scene. Yeah, you're yeah. in there. I mean, that's taking roller coasters to the next level when not only are you, you're in there for the ride but things are happening while you're right it's awesome <laughs> oh that was a great scene that's absolutely yeah, great scene. it awesome. should have been part of a ride but. i mean the closest coast you got indiana jones is what in paris right where, where he shoots out of a volcano yes and it yeah. was it was down when we went i oh, wanted to ride that so bad and it was down when we went i was so bummed i'm like when we're we getting back here because yeah. I remember you shoot vertical out of the volcano. Uh-huh. I was going to say, you shoot out of a volcano. Yeah, you literally, the coaster gets you to where you shoot vertical straight out of it, and you flip over and once you get out the volcano. Mm-hmm. It's pretty Dang. awesome when you That's see the video of it. Yeah, I, I want to ride that bad, too, myself. Okay. That's so, an awesome wow. coaster. Here's something like, did you know this? Uh, the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular was not officially one of the opening day attractions at... Correct. Okay, yeah. so you knew that, Lee. So tell, tell well, me, it was supposed to be, but yeah, dude. Like seriously, like it was supposed to be one of the opening day attractions, and George Lucas saw it, and he was like, eh, I, "I don't like this. I'm not satisfied. I want some changes done." And so what ended up happening was they, when the opening day came around, which I mean, really, the opening we we, we say that it was on one day but prior to that two days prior is when they actually had the real opening where they had the celebrities in the park and whatnot Mm -hmm. and so what they did with the indiana jones stage instead of you know having performances of the indiana jones sun spectacular the pointer sisters performed (laughs) on the indiana jones stage programmatic (laughs) programmatic just do what the new child did. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> as well as Willie Nelson. So that was what their stage was used for at the Indiana Jones as they worked 
on tweaking the show in accordance to George's notes. And then several months later, it opened on August uh, 3rd. So, I, what was that? Two, mu- two months later. No, I'm sorry. It was opened in August. So, it was like, yeah, two months later. I'm, yeah. I'm, my bad. I, you know, they should have just let that stunt show happen while those groups while were singing. It. Were that would have been a oh, completely be different great. vibe of when watching Indiana Jones do uh Yeah, a stunt. As, long, as long as he had a Detroit Lions jacket, <laughs> <laughs> some sneakers, and his little fedora yeah, running around. Yeah. Can you imagine poor Willie trying to, you know, dodge that boulder? No, no, and he has to dodge a boulder by putting the banana in the tailpipe. There's <laughs> <laughs> like a thing in the yeah. <laughs> Roswood. There's, there's a box of cigarettes that fall off from the boulder. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. You won't believe the boulder just stopped, man. It just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Would well, you just shut your mad ass up and get the pool with me? <laughs> So, so the Point of Sisters and Willie Nelson. Point of Sisters and Willie, Willie Nelson. Nelson. Yes, Eisner wow. was awesome. Yes, he was like. There was a report that George Burns also was on that stage, but oh. I believe, oh. I believe instead he was actually on the uh, the by the Chinese Theater is where he was. Oh, that's cool. uh, so I, I could not verify it when. If you look on the video, there's a video on YouTube, and you can find where it's the opening of MGM, and it's really, it's not the opening day to the public, but it was it was recorded two days prior. It was a bad day for them, uh, uh, you know, because it, like, rained. Okay. And so they were handing out umbrellas and ponchos and everything to all the celebrities and whatnot that were attending. So... So they wanted George Burns there at the Chinese Theater to kind of help, since he was God to keep all the other gods. <laughs> yes. And, and yes, he would wave his hands, and uh, I shall hold back the reins. Okay. Yes. That's crazy. That's awesome. Cool. Wow. Now, have you guys heard of Kevin Brassard? Oh, yes. Uh, that's uh, what that is. Um, oh, my God. That was uh, Kevin Bacon's uh, stunt double in Footloose, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Kevin Brassard? <laughs> yeah, Kevin Brassard. Yes. I thought it was Kevin Sobo's stunt double in Hercules. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> him, too. Hey, it Kevin is. Him. No. Who's Kevin Brassard? All right. So, in 1989, Brassard was performing in the Hoopty Doo Review. Um, and applied for a secret role for an attraction that would be opening soon in the uh, MGM Hollywood Studios theme park. Oh, uh, he was t- he was told that the character's name was Jack. Okay, so, so this is who this is the role he's applying for. Uh, but soon Kevin was offered the role and was told he'd be playing the part of Indiana Jones and would be uh, recreating three scenes from the movie Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ah, so for, for nine months, uh, Broussard and two other indies would rehearse their scenes in an empty Disney warehouse. Every day would be a workout, climbing ropes, leaping from rooftops, rolling on concrete, uh, lots of other stunts. He learned how to throw a punch. He learned how to crack the whip, uh, just like Harrison Ford, like all this stuff. And so he was going to be, you know, Indiana Jones uh, for the opening. Um, now, when it opened uh, to a packed house, uh, he, you know, played his part for the first show at 11 o'clock in the morning. George Lucas and Michael Eisner were present for the show. No pressure there. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Now, Kevin would go on to perform this role for 27 years. He would perform sometimes four shows a day, sometimes eight shows a day if he worked a double shift. Uh, he basically became a Disney celebrity. Hmm. Uh, people would see him in public. they try to figure out why he looked familiar. Uh, he would go to his kid's uh, parents' day at school and bring his Indiana Jones fedora and off his bullwhip skills. And stuff like that. That's awesome. Uh, but <laughs> he like whipped the teacher. And they gave his kid a bad grade. <laughs> <laughs> he whipped everybody's heads off like Catwoman. <laughs> this sounds like something out of WandaVision. Like that dude keeps showing up in the Indiana Jones outfit. Oh, what is with him? What is going on? <laughs> there must be some problems at home. 
but he would perform this role for 27 years, and he's still a member of the cast. He's actually oh, plays wow. the part of the director from time to time. Okay, and will still play the indie role if he's needed. And so, yeah, so he is one of the original. He is the original indie in that show, and is still with that show now. That's amazing because I didn't know that. I thought that the guy who played indie was a like a stunt guy. Like he actually worked as a stuntman. Yeah, like, man. A, like actual stuntman they brought yes. in. Yeah, I mean, he was a cast member. He was working at Hoopty Doo and applied for the role. That's, That's awesome. so interesting. Yeah. That like, yeah, we need you to go from singing and dancing to doing this. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, pretty, that's pretty awesome. Was that he like awesome. a good Harrison Ford uh, lookalike or something? I don't know. Like I, I'd have to see him. I mean, if you see him in person, he just likes a looks like a pretty built dude. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, I guess that far away on the stage and stuff, he he could pass. But he's moving a lot. Uh, he's not the only indie, of course. There's several. I Man, I gotta tell you, was, have a gig that long. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. he was one of the originals. Yeah, so. that's pretty envious. Yeah. That's a pretty yeah. physically intensive gig to have too. Yeah, yes, it'd be great because exactly. you keep yourself healthy. I like that. Yeah. The whole idea, like how Kevin breaks that down. It's like, it's man, it's not even like, you know, it's a gig. It's what it is. It's a gig. Mm-hmm. You're an artist. It's a gig. You're Indian. And to have one for that long. Right. It speaks a lot because for mm-hmm. artists, it's, that's hard to come by. Yeah. You know, so. it's like lucky. Not even the Broadway guys get a gig that long. Unless you're on a Cats. All right. So uh, as we leave Indiana Jones, we're going to head over to uh, the Backlot Express. Uh, now, this is one of the uh, few things that have been there since opening day. Mm-hmm. It's themed uh, like a warehouse of movie props and production items. Gives you a look behind the scenes as what it takes to make a movie come alive. Yeah. Um, you know, you could spend a lot of time here looking at all the different stunt gear, props, backgrounds, sculptures. There's mm-hmm. just so much to see here. Um, but here's a few highlights. All right. So if you look on the ceiling, you'll see an, a small yellow submarine. Now, this was used in the uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea attraction. Oh, a yellow okay. submarine. Now, don't. Don't get confused. It's not a ride vehicle. <laughs> okay. It was, oh. it was just a, yeah, it was like a prop in huh? the, in the attraction that you would see as you were, you know, as you were on the attraction. It's a little small miniature submarine and that was, it was used as a prop okay. inside the attraction. I was about but, to say, cause the ride vehicles we rode in Walt Disney World were not. Yeah. It wouldn't fit in this one. If you, if you see how big this is, you would not, I don't even think like two people could fit inside this little thing. I oh. feel large in that one. <laughs> 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 I say as I look at you, that's a lot. <laughs> I don't say nothing. Just maintain <laughs> eye contact when you do it. <laughs> so, that's do it. you have a yellow submarine, that's Kevin? <laughs> I marked Asian on the application. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, hey, hey, hey. Hey, that's terrible. <laughs> don't you get our show canceled? No. You do a haka before you say such things. <laughs> I know. That's what I got to mark. So, yeah. Until you know, so they change those damn applications, what am I going to do? The hell we going to do? What am I going to do? Like nothing like this. Some bitch. But that's cool. No, I have to check that out next time. No, that yeah. is a, that I, is a I cool remember that riding I, through the ride, seeing the little yellow thing. The little. It looks yeah. like an exploratory submarine. Yeah, I don't even remember yeah. that submarine. I it was, really it was don't. It's a fleeting moment. It, it, I mean, it was so long ago. It's it was so long. So ago. long. You blink it, it's gone. So yes. long. You're missing, you're missing out. out. You're missing, you're missing out. out. <laughs> Lord, man, I wonder if I ever hit that damn thing. And with that my was quarters. an Echo Lake, if I ever heard of it. <laughs> it. Echo, Echo, Echo. That's it. Oh, oh man. Oh. Now, also, if you look uh, on top of one of the sections, I forget which section it is, but there's a wooden mold uh, that was used to create the Mesa Verde scene in Horizon. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's right next to your yellow submarine. All right, cool. Yeah, it's it's it looks like a, almost like a pair of scissors That's, if you don't look at it closely. Yes. Yeah. It does not They're look like. Yes, it, it looks like it could be in Star Wars or something. Wasn't that that little vehicle in the Orange Grove that had the fans? Yeah. So okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also 
different little areas in there and there's a stunt double area which if you notice appropriately has a first aid kit which oh. <laughs> you know there's stunt doubles no surgery um, rube yeah there's also a, a sculpture mold of lampwick um who of course is pinocchio's friend who was transformed into a donkey on pleasure island now no that was this, that was this chandelier with bell right Lampwick. Oh no, <laughs> Lampwick! <laughs> what <laughs> that candle thing? Candelabra. Be our guest. Yes. Book with no. a French accent. Yes. <laughs> Love feather dusters. Yes. But moonlighting on Law and Order. Jerry Orbach. Oh, Law and Order as well. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's very good. No, I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. It was Lampwick. Go ahead. This mold was used to create the lamp whip figure for Pinocchio's Daring Journey, which is located in Tokyo Disneyland. Where I want to go visit so bad. Dude, I want to go. Me too. I really want to go bad. Let's do that. I, I got to. Yeah. What are y'all doing tomorrow? Let's go. <laughs> Shit. Nah. I'd love to. If you got to take a Corona test. If, if you want to go there, you got to take a Corona test first. I, I passed the Corona test. I got test. that. I got a little tip. I took one yesterday. I'm mm-hmm. negative, so I'm good. So I, I'm ready to go. I'll be broke coming back, but who cares? Needed experience. I, I want to go. I I really do want to go. How much does it cost? Like few thousand. Yeah, book is a trip. Yeah, just a few thousand. A few thousand or like more than a few yeah. thousand. Lee, do you get a commission from this? Lee, research this now. Yes. Not we, not not now. Not now. Yeah, but sometime we've, soon. We've had a lot of proper twelve, and we're in the mood. <laughs> All right. You want some orange juice? Real in, Lee. Come on, <laughs> you got. <laughs> you get some orange juice. Just fill out the payment form. We'll figure the rest out tomorrow. I'll, I'll feed you forever if you love me tonight. That's the lie right there. You love me. All right, go ahead. Go, go, go. <laughs> Just say me. you love me for the rest of my life. All right, go, 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 go. Because I can't now, as go. Ex- as you exit the restaurant, look for the plaster statue known as the Staring Nun. If you'll know where you move around the restaurant, the nun's eyes will always follow you. Here's one thing you will not notice because it's not there anymore. But, oh, um, oh, no. Yeah, the Toontown, uh, the Toon Patrol car from Roger Rabbit, and also the uh, Benny the Cab used to be located here. You could check those yeah. out. But they remodeled um, recently, and now there's tables and chairs where those used to be. So that's a damn shame. Yeah, it's sorry, man. Yeah, it's, poor little life. It is sorry. They mm-hmm. got no love for creativity. No, has there ever been a character that they that had so much promise that they messed up as much as? Roger Rabbit. Roger. I, you know, maybe I love the Muppets. Roger Rabbit. Maybe the Muppets. Uh, Muppets yeah, I'd say but the so. Muppets they're still trying on at least. Roger, they've just been like, eh. You talk about animated wise or just I'm, a- I'm just talking, is there ever been a character that they've just washed their hands of? Oh, just like this toxic. I mean, Charles Fleischer is still living. He's a great Roger Rabbit. He's he's a funny guy. Great talent. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, has he there, still has his ride in Disneyland. So thankful for that. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Thankful for that. But I mean, has there ever been a character that they just kind of washed their hands? Like if you look at Muppets, like you can understand Jim Henson died. Richard Hunt died. Um Jerry Nelson. I mean, there's so many of the original Muppet performers. You got Muppets. This isn't the real Muppets anymore. The original performer of Roger Rabbit is still around, and they have just washed their hands of this character. That's a shame. As if he was toxic, and Roger never did anything wrong, to my knowledge. Yeah, there's, there's no controversy around Roger Rabbit. Or That's exactly like that. it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, yeah well, like, I don't understand why he's uh, so underutilized. It's probably well, because watches that movie loves it. Maybe because, because it's back too the, hot. Yeah, well, because neither that. Because what? His wife's too hot. Maybe that's oh, what it is. Oh, yeah. They they can't can't handle handle his wife. She's still around as well, man. She could still do Jessica Rabbit. But yeah. I mean, I think it was because back in the day, like, 
they needed to get Steven Spielberg's permission to do anything with Roger Rabbit. But mm-hmm. I they shouldn't mean, have and, to worry about that now. Though, that, right? That's what I'm saying. Is like yeah. in today's day and age, I mean, I can't imagine Steven Spielberg is any shits about you know Roger Rabbit. I'm sure he's beyond Roger Rabbit. But shoot, I'm just, glad he's just on, like eh. I'm just glad he's on D plus. I mean, shoot. I, I am too. Yeah, I, mean, I like. I mean, my youngest loves Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Well, it was like a real impact of his time, like the mixture of real people and like an, an animated. Well, yeah. I love it. Was the thing. I love it because it combined all the cartoons I used to watch. They had sure. like the the Warner Brothers guys, and they had the Disney guys. It was like, oh, this I'm in heaven. Well, not just that. I mean, it's like it was the last performance of Mel Blanc right, as yeah. as Bugs Bunny and all, all of his classic characters that he did in that film. I mean, it's too many too many to name. That is true. But I mean, it was the last performance of of, of him in. Uh, it just it just marked the beginning of something special and it just because you remember that's how they tried to pull you in come see dick tracy why because there's a roger rabbit short come see what i can't i think it was honey i kids i can't remember but there was another one was like come see this why because there's a roger rabbit short they kept enticing you to go to see more roger rabbit until they get to a point where yeah, it had been too long. We all forgot, and the world moved on, and, and Roger got uh, marginalized. That might be a it good It really topic. is. What probably, happened to Roger Rabbit? Yeah, one of the most tragic figures. Like, like Stitch had a shelf life. They, they worked Stitch, and Stitch, they jammed him down your throat until you were sick of him. He's still Roger, working. like, they never really got to... Now you think maybe it's think if they couldn't find a, a way to incorporate him in oh, the parks? That's just well, no, speculation. There, there's, no, a, there's a whole story did. about yes. how Roger Hollywood Studios was supposed to be his park. Mm-hmm. Okay, the whole Sunset Boulevard area that was that was all Roger Rabbit rides, attraction, everything. The whole eating, eating, um, dining locations, everything. Of we're course, we'll get that. to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that for sure when we get to Sunset. One of these days, yes. Well, we, we, had, we covered the windows. We touched on the windows early, but yeah, this is sad. Yeah. Like to we the started. Wall? But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> for somebody to still be somewhat prominently featured, yes. to not like that the idea that you can get a a meet and greet. Well, not now, but that you used to be able to get a meet and greet with Judge Frodo at the Hollywood Studios, but you couldn't get a meet and greet with Roger Rabbit, even though he's still utilized in that park to this day. Is kind of it's a bummer. It's, well, it's, it really it's, is a, a bummer. It's a bummer. It's a big bummer. All right, guys, so let's uh, wrap this thing up, uh, this little tour of Hollywood Studios with Star Tours. Wrap it up, Lee. Star wrap Tours, man, that, that should be in Galaxy's Edge. What the hell is it doing here? I can tell you why it's not. You, you want to know why it's not? Why tell it? me. Because that's supposed to be in the working studios area part of the park. Because mm-hmm. Indiana Jones is the spunt, stunt spectacular, so it's going to give you a insight in how stunt people perform their craft and if you go over to star tours and you look at the back of the oh the the queue area says yes it, yeah. it, you can tell clearly this is not they weren't completed they were meant to be sets they want you to know they only the, completed what the camera needed right. to see it's the last vestige of what mgm studios was meant to be yeah is grand avenue so uh that's what's so important about that and that's why they left it the way it is and that's why star tours is still there or at least how they justify it now it doesn't justify how they raped much muppets courtyard and we'll get to that but yeah, yeah, yeah we'll get to that on another show yes. for sure it's a uh, I, I i man I, I gotta tell you before we end this uh, i have fond memories of the original disney mgm studios uh, the way it was but i do too it's 
it's I, whatever. Okay. I have fond memories of Muppets Car Yard as yeah, of like yeah, yeah. five, six years ago. Man. Absolutely, Shoot. absolutely. The first Star Tours attraction was built in Disneyland, and that replaced Adventures Through Inner Space. And so in that this, was starring Marty Short and Dennis Quaid, right? Yeah, Meg Ryan. Yeah, yes, Meg, Meg Ryan. Ryan yes, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. great <laughs> movie. Attraction riders were shrunk down with a giant microscope. So in this version, Hollywood Studios, as you're draw riding, and one of the scenes, if you notice, as you're going towards the Death Star, you'll see that same giant microscope off to the left just before you escape. So it's a little throwback, a little tribute to really? the original. That's what happened what? To, to, you know, Randy Quaid, too. No, Dennis Quaid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what happened. Dennis Quaid, too, did his space. He Randy Quaid blew himself up in the alien spaceship. Yeah, yeah. and on the raft. Dennis yeah. Quaid went small. Yeah, yeah. Randy Quaid blew up. Blew up. Yeah. 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 Randy Quaid was like, shit's full. There's <laughs> <laughs> too many Quaids. You know, I, I remember hearing a really great story, and, and, and I, I hate to put it in here because I know we're running long, but I mean... I don't know where else we're ever going to talk Put about it story. again. Yeah, we're Put it in there. Where, where, where the, about to. A Disney cast member was waiting, like, like at the, uh, what you call it, um, at the entrance of, of uh, Adventures Through Inner Space. And you know how they had that thing where they kind of shot you with the ray beam, and so you shrink, and now you're small. Yes. And the person kept waiting there, and waiting there, and waiting there, and waiting there, and waiting. Finally, the cast member was like, can I help you with something? Are you, are you missing something? Are you, what, what's... Do you need help? He's like, well, yeah, my, you know, like my son got miniaturized <laughs> a few minutes ago, and I'm I'm waiting for him to come out this way because he's it's like, yeah, no, <laughs> he's at the other end, and we kind of max because that's how they thought Disney was. That's how, just to give you the idea of the imagination that where people really thought you were miniaturized and they brought you back. Oh wow! And he wasn't wow. concerned at all. He's like, "Yeah, I'm just waiting for y'all to bring him back to normal size." That's yes, all. No that's deal. exactly what it was. Thank you, Lee. Well, what a good parent! <laughs> he was like, "Well, he's small now; he could fit for himself." I'm out of here. Yeah, it's like a Willy Wonka thing. We'll just put him in a stretching room and no, yeah. just put him in his pocket. He ain't got to pay for tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's talk about a few of the droids in the queue here. Um, all right. So one thing you may not know, but there are. The certain droid called the G2 droid are also known as goose droids. <laughs> oh, did he die in a plane crash? Or <laughs> when he tried to eject? <laughs> Take me home and do me, honey. Uh, no? The real story is not as interesting as that. But Oh, um, oh no. Did they, did they plug him up the battery with a finger? <laughs> I don't want to oh. hear about your personal life. Uh, 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 oh. 400 pounds. Well, I was trying, trying to help your goose joy out. Breaking that semen. <laughs> Jackhammer. <laughs> hey, did you notice? <laughs> did you notice this finger? Did you know this? <laughs> did you notice this? <laughs> did you notice this sphincter? I did not right, because so, I can't see your video. But yes. all right, all right, go. go. All right, so in, in 1988, the uh, Disneyland attraction America Sings was being closed down. <gasps> now, many of those attra- uh, many of those animatronics were moved to Splash Mountain. Yes, uh, but the singing geese were stripped down to make the G2 droids for Star Wars. Star Tools. Okay. Oh, that's cool. All right. They had a shelf there. So when you see that droid with the kind of the long neck, he's operating all the screens there. Yeah, he used to be um, in the America Sings attraction. He was a goose. He was was a a goose. goose. Not a gander. Ah. Not a gander. So, question. So then, does that mean the animatronics that got moved to Splash Mountain, are they going to be 
what's the word I want? Reskinned again with since everything yeah, is changing be, right? now. Oh, yeah. 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 It could, it be, could yeah. be, or it could be like, hey, why wouldn't you know geese be in the Louisiana swamp? Says they're all they're all uh, animals you'd probably find on here anyway. Yeah. Why wouldn't just be reused? That's fair. That's fair. I just was kind of curious. I just want some little nutria scurrying around if I could. Mm-hmm. And then like instead, good of, a big, instead of a big bear's ass, you'd be a big uh, alligator's ass. Yeah. Staring at you. Why wouldn't there be a swamp on a mountain? <laughs> No kidding. All right. So also look now this one, it, it seems like depends on who you ask if it's there. Maybe it's something that comes and goes as like a little secret hidden thing. But apparently there is an animatronic Kermit the Frog in the loading zone. I've heard um, of this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I have oh. too. I'm like, that doesn't look like Kermit to me. That's not hashtag I not my it, Kermit. Yeah. But I can see where some people would say that looked like a Kermit. So there's yeah. a possibility. It's like. It's, it could be a Kermit, but it's not really a Kermit. I think it's like a Rorschach Kermit. You know? Okay, like, whatever you view it to be. Whatever you view it to be. It could place. be a Kermit. It could not be a Kermit. could be a butterfly. could be a Kermit. No, right. it's Kermit adjacent. Gotcha. Uh, okay. <laughs> Tangent of Kermit. Yes. Now, as you're leaving that uh, droid room area, uh, you'll if you look up, you'll see two mechanical-looking birds droids, and that's a uh, homage to the two vultures in Splash Mountain. That's such a weird homage. Yeah, I wonder if they'll go away when Splash Mountain gets remodeled. No, I mean, it's not just that. I mean, because Splash Mountain opened not too quickly before Space Mountain. Like, usually to be a homage, you have to be something that's been around for yeah, a few like decades. Attraction or something. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm not disputing what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, you know, yeah. that's such a weird homage because I read that and I'm like, I had no idea that that's what they were paying tribute to. I, I know what happened. What happened? What was that? Hey, uh, how many of these things do we need? Ah, four. Okay. Comes to the ride. Wait, we only need two. Well, shoot, where are we going to put the other two? Ah, let's throw it in Star Tours. Ah, That's what happened. Yeah. Okay. Could be. That's Could exactly be. what happened, yeah. Now, as you're uh, in the queue, <laughs> listen for two things. There's um, there's a page for Egrog Sakal, which is... Eli's Bumble name. <laughs> I told you not to tell the bus. I'm sorry. Told you it was a secret. Chana Kachana. No, it's not even right. a humble name. It's, it's not? A, you sure? George Lucas. George Lucas spelled backwards. Oh. oh wow. Oh. Well, you know, I make magic too now. That's what I bet you making more magic than Igor Sakal. <laughs> I, I bet you people. I bet you people like my characters better. Chana Kachana. Eagle that cool all that. There you go. And then the, also listen for a page that's asking the owner of a speeder to move their uh, their speeder. It's a license plate THX eleven thirty eight, asking to remove it from the no hover zone which is a tribute to the first movie made by George Lucas in 1971. Ah. The green zones for no yes. hovering or hovering only. Wait, what's THX? Well, I thought, wasn't that there like... That's, that's, not the, a, that's not the, the, the sound movie. That's a sound thing, that's right? That's what well, that yeah. THX Studios is. THX Studios is, the, or THX Sound or whatever, is that that is also named after his first movie. It's like a the movie. The first right. movie George made yeah. was THX 1138. Oh, okay. Ah. I, thought, I thought you meant like when you said the first movie. I thought you meant the first Star Wars movie. Okay, no, my, no, I, no, I, no. I, the first the first movie George Lucas made in 1971 was called THX 1130. Right, yeah. right, right, right. That's what I was like. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Also, uh, if you want to notice this, the check out the luggage scanner. You'll see some little quick surprises. You might see Chip and Dale, see three PO's head. Uh, Madame Leota is <laughs> in there. Yeah, uh, I thought that Aladdin's was cool. Lamp. 
Yeah. All different things. Uh, some Mickey Mouse ears. They even had the robot. They had the robot from the black hole. <laughs> was that oh, oh, that's oh. awesome. I thought that was brilliant. I was like, what a callback. That's freaking cool. Is that on D- Disney Plus? It's on Disney Plus, I think. Is it? Okay, that that's up. awesome. I Does it have a warning? Because I might not be ready to a handle warning, it. Like how how old it is or didn't i remember I, being I freaked didn't out we go over this when they took show? the mask off those yeah, people it was one of the scary, it was one, we did the scariest disney moments or scariest disney movies and that was one of yours right yeah oh that that was a really freaky moment when they took the mask off of those people and you saw the zombie faces mm. that was, yeah that needs a redo now um uh, if you you may know this or not, uh, C-3PO has replaced Captain Rex in the in the attraction. You should know that. Um, yes. Yeah, you should know that. But you may not know that Anthony Daniels, who plays the original C-3PO, uh, actually recorded those lines for Star Tours himself. I would have re- I would have known that because he didn't sound wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, generally. You, you could tell that the auctioneer in Pirates doesn't quite sound like himself anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it all had that same step. Like right. Oh, yeah, you you yeah, can yeah. tell. There's nothing like wrong sounding. <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, See, that's cool. Can, that's cool to know they still kept the authentication. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. And, uh, and Kay Fisher also recorded her lines for that attraction. That's awesome. Uh, good for Princess yeah. Leia, man. That's yes. awesome. Awesome. Now, that's history. This is, some, this is something I did not know, but I think it's a really cool uh, bit of trivia here. Okay. Um, if you're watching the characters that are walking back and through, you know, walking through the spaceport, you'll see all the different little aliens and stuff. The stormtroopers that you see in that video are actually members of the 501st. Oh, uh, oh, grub, oh yeah. 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 Go so, you know, they basically hired them as extras to, to, to film that. Uh, How scene. do you know that? I'm sure there's a bunch of divisions of stormtroopers. Yeah. The 501st, exactly. you had to see something. Yeah. yeah. Right. No. Well, I, I remember mean, the ones they used for the parade. A lot of them were 501st members. Like when you saw the parade going down Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they didn't have enough like stormtroopers. But there again, how that. did yeah. you know they were the 501st? I read an article kind of stuff. There again, like there's got to be an insignia. What's the what's the five hundred first insignia? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think they they put. I mean, to be true to the actual thing, I, and Eric Grubb can confirm this. I don't think they add anything extra to signi- signify that they're part of the five hundred first. So you just say I'm five hundred first. That's it. Well, it's just like you know. I mean, here's the thing: is like I don't know, and maybe Eric Grubb can chime in and so this because even the Marine Corps they'll have like certain signals for the type of. I still have the coin up right? here. I can go look at the coin to see if there's like a. a an, an insignia or something that they use that if you see it in the uniform, you know, boom, hey, 501st. The 501st. But there's yeah, got to be, yeah. there's got to be something distinctive for the average person. I mean, person that makes sense. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Even the military does that. They have like, you know, you could tell that they're like the, the, the different divisions that they're part of and stuff with their paratroopers or whatnot. Eric, please. Yeah, Eric, let us know, man. Eric Grubb, you're our only hope. I know you're listening. <laughs> yes. I know you're listening. Please. Boy. We hope you're listening. I want yeah. you to give us some details. Tell us all of it. All, all the details about the 501st. We just need to know how a uh, layman yeah. as ourselves, how, how a, a distant fan can, who who enjoys the material could look, and where what are we looking for specifically? That's true, because they don't have any sort of decal. There's no metal. I've never nothing. seen that on a Well, only from different... If I remember Eric Grubb's thing that he sent us. They had like a Maryland chapter that has like their own thing. Right, but I'm I saying that. I don't the, know if they the, had that on the outfits. No, right, I'm with right. Eli. Like, yeah. like I've never seen a stormtrooper. That's the whole point is that stormtroopers all look like one another. Right, right. right. Like so, you know, if they had that thing on the back, they you know usually has like an O 
in the O and like a one or some weird kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like is that it? Five that or know. something. Yeah. That, would that could be make it. Sense. Yeah, that could be yeah. it. Unless Disney's like, cover that shit up, man. God damn shit. It's very uh, wag the dog-ish. You know, mm. where it's like, you know, uh-oh. Oh, that's Eric Grubb calling. Eric should give us the answer. I right. feel like I'm on a telethon. We got a call. We got a call. Yes. Now, um, we all know this to be true, right? Like anywhere you see a number on a I know this much is true. I will say that. True. Yeah. <laughs> anytime you see a number somewhere, it's got to have some kind of background, hidden meaning, whatever. So look for the sign labeled N1C7C01, which is a scrambled up version of NCC 1701. I know that number. I know that number too. Yeah. That is the USS Enterprise from Star Trek. Yay! Yay! Make it so. Yeah. Frontier. <laughs> Best Starship captain ever. Wait, wait, no, no, that was Kirk was Kirk was the, like oh yeah exactly. Picard, yeah that's right Picard yeah. was like there was like dash something wasn't there? Well, this is my ship with yeah. this number on seventeen oh one. That was the original Enterprise, but they blew it up a few times, a couple of times. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dash, times. yeah, you're right. Picard had the dash D. There you go. Dash D. Double yeah. D. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Double D. Tasha Yar because was he's he's the best X Man. Yeah. X. Yeah. yeah. Professor X. Mm. And he had that chick on board. What's That's that right. Chick there. I can't remember. If you notice the flight, your flight number is fourteen oh one. That references the address for Walt Disney Imagineers headquarters. Okay. One Flower Street, Glendale, California. Ah, nice. nice. Yeah. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, and there's another uh, reference here, TWB 3000. That refers to two things. Oh. TWB is Tony Wayne Baxter. Oh, nice, nice. And 3000 is the flight number for Andre. Yeah. Andre. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Big Boy. (laughs) She's a great burger. picture. Yeah, but uh, 3000 is the flight number from the original Disneyland Star Tours. Ah, ah, well, man. I love the way you move, Lee. That's the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought TWB stood for, like, you know, uh, the walking Baxter. So I like that SWV. Makes sense. Sorry, uh, Lost yeah. Topeka. Ooh, Ooh, but I am free. What, what, what? Uh, now, the gift shop. Tatooine <laughs> Traders is modeled after uh, Mos Espa Village from Phantom Menace. Before it was remodeled, it was themed after the planet Indoor, which is why there's a speeder bike outside of uh, outside of the gift shop. Yeah, it was called Indoor Vendors. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, no, it was really that bad. Was it. It, was it, was it was like it was modeled after the Shield Generator, where you know Han and them go. Was it indoor? Yeah. yeah, I saw the movie. And okay. It was called Indoor Vendors. Indoor Vendors. Yeah, it was a really cool shop. I remember. Should we that. get down That's here and help us? Wait, no, stay there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> no, it used to be Ender's Vendors. No, I remember yes. that fondly. Ender's Vendors. Wow. Yes. Well, what's, what's better, Ender's Vendors or Tatooine Traders? I like Ender's Vendors. I, I catchy, like Ender's Vendors. is very catchy. But it's almost go, kind of too on the nose, right? I'm going to go with Tatooine Traders. It's just a little too much. Like it's too That's too exactly much. it. Ender's yeah. Vendors sounds too It's ha- too kitschy. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like hacky. You know, yeah. like, whereas Tatooine Traders, like, if you're on Tatooine, you would be a trader. You know, yeah, I mean, when you walk out the gift shop, there's a bunch of trees. So it's I like, feel yeah, like that's Tatooine. As far as now, theming goes, yes. that's what I think. Because you got the ad ad right there, and you got the little village, um, yeah. Ewok village. So why not have? Why go to Tatooine now? You going from from indoor to because Tatooine. you just landed on another fucking planet. Oh, I know. Because <laughs> the land on though. No, no way. In the middle of summer, it's like Tatooine. So oh, I mean, oh, when you walk out that shit, gift right. shop, you're like, whoo, get me back in there. Makes Holy. sense. 
bring me back shade. to my Salt Lake pit. It's hot. Yeah. Kind of, I hate yeah. sand, though. It gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. In your trash. Watch out. It's not well, good. Um, that's it, guys. That is the uh, Echo Lake area of Hollywood Studios. Whoa, whoa, done. Echo, 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 Echo. Dude, that was that was neat. That's that a lot. Good. That's a All lot to have happened. There's today. so much detail in that little part of the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean that's only kind of like half of that area. You still have the mm-hmm. uh, commissary lane, and you've got ABC uh, commissary. You've got uh, Sci-Fi Dine-In. You got that whole little area there, the Frozen Sing Along. Like that. That's another show in and of itself. Yeah, who would have thought that shit little park has so many details? <laughs> yeah, who would have thought? Like, yeah, Kirk. Who would have thought? I, w- so? I would have thought it. Yeah. Pay That's because it's your favorite park. Favorite park. Who would have thought that a contractor was hearing voices and that that would lead us to something as extensive as this? Cool, I mean, cool, I can't wait till we get yeah. to Animal Kingdom. <laughs> when I said that, I understood cool. your plight because it's really hard to get eye contact at people these days. I have uh, like right at Kirk when I said that. And he didn't even look at me. Now he's staring. Oh, he's oh, yeah, that delivers to me. I'm sorry. There yeah. it is. It's it's tough. You know that's no. why that's why the special people get the orange juice. They've totally fixed it. It's fine. That's not okay. special, man. It's that's beautiful. Indoor, yeah. vidor in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed that. As as always, hope that enhances your next trip to Disney Hollywood Studios, and you can check out all these little cool details that you did not notice. All right, Lee. So the next time we do this, uh, did you notice episode in this series? What are you going to talk about next, sir? All right. So we just exited out of Star Tours, which puts us right in line to head over to the whole Muppets area, Muppets Courtyard, uh, Muppets 3D, uh, Muppet Vision 3D, Pizza Rizzo, that whole little area over there. That'll be the next show we do in the series. Ah, Excellent. Okay. Sounds like fun. Absolutely. Love the Muppets. Muppets have a ton of stuff and details in there that you may not miss if you blink as you're just walking by because there's so much. But look, we're looking forward to discussing that, man. And uh, y'all, if you want to discuss anything further or if you want to point out other things that maybe we might have missed, we're about to tell you how to get in touch with us in just a little bit. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that discussion about Echo Lake and Star Tours area of Hollywood Studios. MagicOurWave.com is the way to go if you want to learn more about us. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, to get in touch with us or share your thoughts, you can shoot us an email at show at MagicOurWave.com, leave us a voicemail of our speak pipe widget, or call or send us a text message at one 815 That is one 815 Six six nine four two two six, and of course we have a couple of guys to do things outside of the podcast. First of all, got Eli does things with comics. Hey, Rob Liefeld here. Deadpool, Cable, X Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up, Eli Ivory? What a great name, Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. Who? I am here to say, check out. IvoryComics.com. That's right, you. Check out IvoryComics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Missing out. The Savages comic cannot be beat, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out. Experience it for yourself. I like your meaning. You know the story. It's all about the glory. That is a unique tag. Congrats to you. Use that. And all the magic that you're making it. with your Ivory <laughs> Comics, Eli Ivory, Comic Book Guru. Check out IvoryComics.com, Comic Book Guru, Eli Ivory, the whole package. Who's that, Deadpool, 
said to. Oh! IvoryComics.com. Right now. Lightfield out. Out. See, first Rob was talking to Spike Lee. Now he's talking to me. So you heard what Rob said. It's all the goodness that you're going to see on the Ivory Comics website. But what he forgets to mention is that there's always a link to this podcast. So you never miss an episode. There's always madness to be had. Uh, you can find me on Facebook.com, Eli H. Ivory. So as long as you're a real person, cool. But if you're bot, uh, not so much. Get on out of there. Uh, Project Geisha has a Facebook page. You're welcome to check that out. So Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Uh, Instagram, you can find me there. Posting up likes and doing shares and all that other stuff. Uh, EIV504, that's how you can find me there. And on Twitter, I can be found at Hancock10166. So if you appreciate the madness, you're just bringing me the gladness. And... Uh, Thank you very much, because I'll never miss out. Never miss out. Never miss out. That's never right. You don't want to do that. Mm-mm. And look, if you don't want to miss out on all the fun that's happening at Walt Disney World, because it's open, you can book a vacation with Lee of Magical Moments Vacation, so you can see all these wonderful details that Lee has just spewed forth into your ear holes about Hollywood Studios. Lee, tell them how to book with you, sir. Uh, just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-intersexual. Eight three two I N T R S U L. You can email me at Lee at magicarway.com. Facebook, you can find me at Facebook.com slash Lostavica Travel. That's L A S T O V I C A Travel. Instagram, you got a friend in Lee Travel. And if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. It's a sexual healing Lavica. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And uh, Kirk, it's so lovely to have you back here. It's so lovely it's a, to have it's you back always lovely. It's lovely. It's lovely. Lovely. Yeah, sexual chocolate. Give me yeah, some sexual chocolate. That boy good. That good. That's in a couple weeks. Coming to America 2 is coming out. Kirk, how you been, man? Thank you for coming on the show again. I have been awesome. Except for this past week, it was a little chilly down here. A little bit. We did. Slightly. Is that because uh, Captain Stan froze you out of the magic cake? What is it? Was it? Was that piece of shit thing that they do? I mean, it's part <laughs> of our Navy, dude. The ship, the ship is like stuck in ice right now. We need a new commander though, because you, sir, you, sir, should never ever be casted out. That piece of ship. <laughs> yeah, that piece of ship. That's exactly piece what I said. You like you. a spore coming out piece from the planet come. Avatar? Yes. <laughs> How dare they throw you asunder? I'm I do not want to hear it. Appalled. You I know mean, Kurt Marshall and you? Yeah. Well, I did Kurt Marshall no, in the no court Marshall. Walking the plank. I'm throwing the magic away flag on his head. Yeah. We're yeah. claiming you. That's, That's it. right. Mm-hmm. We're the, the generals of my head, face, neck, and chest. We're the commanders in chief here. You will not be Kurt Marshalled. Yeah. Did you say Kirk Marshall? <laughs> yes. Kirk Marshall. That's right. That's that's what a pie. I said, boy. The Honorable Eli yeah. H. Ivory right, that's right. there. Commander's, Commander that's right. Commander Shield around here. That's right. You will not be Kirk Marshall. Oh. The Honorable Daniel Lawless over there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Lawless right. bringing the law. Right. That's, that's right. right. Bringing the law. That's right. right. You don't want the hacker from Kevin <laughs> the That's right. right. You don't want any of that. You don't want that thunder. No. no. That's for right. terrorists. They don't want a piece of him. No. That's right. None at all. I'm brown. We mm-hmm. preside over this here. <laughs> Sorry. We brown. You got, you got brown, black, olive. That's right. Uh-huh. I'm olive. What did you say earlier? You're olive. I'm olive. <laughs> what, like he's what did like you say peaceful. Earlier? Now I'm Popeye's girlfriend. Is alab- alabaster oh. complexion. Oh. See, oh. Wait. Does that make does that make Lillian sweepy? Oh, I, I would oh, guess so. Oh, well, she I is like sweet pea. She's awesome. Oh, that's cute. Lily that's a cute awesome. Oh, I guess that would make my wife Popeye. Yes, because uh, she fights dudes. Can I? Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. She <laughs> fights dudes. Is that, is that as, what, as long as she's not in the f- 
That, oh, Popeye. that would hurt. That would make Julian. Are you talking about before? Like a man. Are you talking about before or after spinach? That's, oh, uh, there's a difference there. I no, think. No, those no. things are pretty beefy. Uh, no yeah, matter well, what, she she makes the spinach. No, no. Uh, no. The point is, is look, yeah, you, man, you. You, you part you. you you've done a lot you. for us thank you very much That's for right. what you do no he, he was an officer when we confessed if I believe yeah, yeah but then the, then the Navy took him yeah, 2016 you're, you're so much more than quartermaster you're, you're so much more than Lee's research bitch pretzel you're, gate that was you that was all you dollar master <laughs> yes dollar master <laughs> dollar and a quarter master that's it boy you That's the right. buck 25 son <laughs> magic or <laughs> podcast right that, there got a reese Dollar and a quarter, master. He's, our, he's a, a, in charge of our one. security details. That's right. Yes. That's the, right. You're not for. We made you. And then he you wanted to it. venture out into the world with the Navy for a little That's bit. That's it. Mm-hmm. And now he's back. In the Navy. You're a good fella. You can trust this in guy. He's a good guy. Yes. The air, the air is salty. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Put some salty. pepper on it. Well, throw my nuts. Hey. We enjoy those. Yes. Hey, if you want to support those nuts, there's so many ways you can do so. And you can find them all on their website, magicarway.com. Awesome. I'm sorry. Shall I leave that in? La, la, la. Da, da, da. That was a good transition. Okay, I'll leave that in. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. Look, any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener. And we always love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome in the Magic Army podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. So, Mohicans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out! I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Hey, it's Lee from the Magic Army podcast, and when I'm not stuffing tacos down my throat, I'm listening to the Mad Hatter Radio. Adios, amigos.